and welcome to episode 35 of the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm Mags, and with me is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? Oh, sorry, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm th- I don't think they got the reference <laughs> of you snoring. Our mm-hmm. audio is really bad. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's there. Uh, that's going to be the one thing that comes in totally clear, you snoring. But yeah, you doing all right? I'm doing all right. A little tired, but I'll survive. Literally did nothing today. Literally did nothing. Did nothing. Okay. Exactly why I'm tired. But we are excited because after, right after recording, we're going to go see uh, Rogue One finally. Yes. I say finally. It's only been out for three days. Seriously. Yeah. But that's like late for us. It's super late. Yeah. Usually. Usually it's like day Usually of, Friday is like late for us. Yeah. But um, so we're going to be here recording for uh, the mid-season finales of Flash, Arrow, and Legends because we already kind yes. of hit uh, the Supergirl one with the crossover episode. But, um, so yeah, we're gonna dive right in. Good sound effects with your hand motions that they can't see. It's alright, it still works. You seem to forget that this isn't theater. This is, this is This radio. isn't what? Theater. 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 <laughs> this is the radio. Uh, but yeah, so starting off with Flash. I guess so. I have a nice little synopsis right here for the mid-season finale. It was titled, The Present. It was episode 9. Brief synopsis. Barry asks Jay Garrick to help against Savitar. The two heroes locate and defeat Alchemy and return his weapon to its box, causing Savitar to disappear before he can kill Jay. Discovering Julian to be Alchemy, Barry reveals his own identity to him to get further information. Julian relates how he located the Philosopher's Stone (laughs) following a vision of his dead sister and that he has been having blackouts ever since. Savitar manifests through Cisco using visions of Dante and fights Barry and Wally, but Caitlin manages to convince Cisco to close the box again. The team communicates with Savitar through Julian, who claims that Barry in the future will imprison him. He also says that one teammate will betray them, another will fall, and a third will suffer a fate worse than death. Trying to send Savitar's threat, Barry and Jay throw the box into the Speed Force. But in the process, Barry is thrown five months into the future and witnesses Savitar killing Iris. Jay advises Barry that the future is not fixed. While he is given his own Kid Flash uniform, Julian gets Barry's job back for him, and Barry rents a new apartment for himself and Iris. How did he afford this apartment? He had no job. Saving up. Oh, man, he, he was only out of a job for, like, what, two days? It's also the CW <laughs> where every character gets really nice apartments. Yeah. I like the, the loft in... Uh... Arrow mm. that somehow Felicity now owns. Divorce. Yeah. But um, yeah, what do you, where do you want to start besides the uh, brand new apartment? I wanted to get that just bothered me. Can we just talk about the Harry Potter reference, please? All right. Uh, no, we're gonna start at the beginning because that's where we kind of should start. Should start. <sighs> yes. Um, <laughs> how much fun was it seeing Earth three? I liked it. I really enjoyed it. And Mark yeah. Hamill in his eight second cameo. Yep. Um, I don't know who pointed this out to me, but I thought it was a really good comparison. Earth 3 is almost like a cartoon world. Yeah. You know, like, just looking at Mark Hamill's portrayer, portrayal of that version of the trickster, mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of trouble talking today. Yeah. Um, he had, like, all this makeup on, he was very flamboyant, you know, and then, give it up, trickster, you'll never get away with this. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. And then, two flashes? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> but um, I thought your synopsis was just going to be, Barry goes to Earth 3 to get Jay's help. Why would I do that? Because just the way you started saying it, and then there was like a little pause, I was like, please don't be it. Because there's a period. You have to pause when you there's a period. You have to pause the period. That's right. Gosh. But um, what did you think about Jay kind of sharing a little 
speedster mythology. I liked it. I thought it was a little convenient. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, Jay's supposed to be the mentor to Barry, which I'm fine with. Um, He's like the father figure. Get but, it? Um, get it? Well, it's, it's just great <laughs> seeing John Wesley shit back yeah. in the show. Like, I, I really enjoy him. And did you ever watch any of the old Flash TV show with him in it? I think I've, I've seen a couple of episodes. No. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Some, somebody also pointed out that that world, that Earth 3, mm-hmm. was an homage to him on the Flash. Like, yeah. It's like his world continued almost. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was like, if that's yeah. true, it's a nice parallel. Because Mark Hamill did play the trickster on that show. Yeah. They even showed his original costume the first time we saw him. It was like on a mannequin in All his right. warehouse. Yeah. I wonder what happened to Trickster Jr. What's he up to? Sleeping. I am your father. <laughs> Mark Hamill waited his whole life to say that one to somebody. Yeah. But um, imagine if he says that to his kids. Why wouldn't he? I'd get really, that'd get really <laughs> old really fast. We get it, Dad. We get it. Darth Vader was a way better dad than you. <laughs> you go in my room. But now you um, cut my hand off too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, easy there. But um, so it seems like Savitar, he's a multi-dimensional being. I guess we're meant to believe. Yeah, because everyone knows about him. He's a speedster myth almost. One of the yeah. first, the first speedster they said, but one of the very first metahumans. Yes. That that's a big add to the continuity mm-hmm. because. We, we did a lot of theorizing who or what Savitar is. Now it feels like we're never going to know who Savitar actually is. No, because he's gone. They got him. Well, he'll, he'll be back. <laughs> but for thousands of years, he's been around. Yeah. Do you think he's been to other Earths? Because he knows who Jay Garrick is. Calls him by name. He has to have been. I mean, if you know people from other Earths, how do you know people from without, other Earths? <laughs> without going to the other Earth? Yeah, but like either we, that or maybe he just knows all speedsters because he's the god quote of, unquote god you know. god of motion. Yeah, but um, they're definitely taking some liberties with Savitar from the uh, the comics because he's not really that big of a character. Yeah, but um, it also lends some kudos to the fact that um, it looks like when he uses his speed, it doesn't look like regular speedster. It looks like he's actually ripping through dimensions. Yeah, so I guess that would make sense to him being. Multi-dimensional, multiversal, multi yeah, he's, he's, the de- he's the definition of the multiverse. <laughs> he's the multiverse bad guy. Yeah, right. But um, he was defeated by a box, though. But a very awesome and tough box. Very tough box. <laughs> but uh, you want to talk about? Go ahead. You can make fun of. Uh, the I'm not making Stone. fun of it. I thought that was really cool that they called it the Philosopher's Stone. Which out of all the know, names they could have called it though, it's better than calling it the Sorcerer's Stone. But um, <laughs> but no, that was awesome because if you guys don't know, the original title of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was or is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. What I think he's, you can still buy books in, in yeah you can England is still there. I don't yes. remember what the what the reason for the name change was though. I don't remember either, but that's that was awesome. I was like. I saw that and immediately I posted it on Facebook. I was of like, it's like when you're watching Flash and they make a Harry Potter reference. And of course, it's you know the bad guy from Harry Potter making yeah. a reference. Um, so looking up Savitar though, from what I from what I've read, he was a Cold War pilot who he was flying a, a mission to in some sort of supersonic fighter jet like he was testing it. Yeah. And as it reached top, top, the top speed, it got hit by lightning. He went down and then he discovered that he could use. Um, super speed 
So he's not, like, in the comics, he's a pretty relatively young character. Yeah. I think he first appeared in 95, so he's, he's not, like, an old character. Yeah, he's new, uh, new on the he's definitely, time frame. But he was also he was... more of a, a bad guy of Johnny Quick and uh, Max Mercury. Mm-hmm. They they were a little bit more of his nemesis. Nemesis. Which is funny, because I don't think we're going to ever get Johnny Quick, because he was the father of Jesse Quick. Yeah. And I really don't think they're going to make uh, Harry, Harry Wells Johnny Quick. That'd be really yeah. weird. No, you can't. If so, they would have done that already. Yeah. But I think he he was more known for fighting uh, Wally West Flash than Barry Allen Flash. Yeah. But he was one of those characters that he could move at super speed, and then he also um, he could lend or steal speed from moving objects. That's one of the, the theories as to why Barry's able to actually catch bullets. Yeah. Because he's able to slow them down by making contact with them. But And then just, you know, your basic healing, metabolism sort of stuff. Like, yeah. In the comics, he really didn't have too many, like, big powers. Yeah, he's basically like me. What? He's, he's like me. I, I got all that. You got all that. Yeah, the, I'm just, you know, you know, I'm just a basic speedster, you know. Yeah, I'm just I basic. I run to Starbucks and I get my coffee. And then I'm energized for the day. And, and then like, I'm too wow. tired to actually save somebody. Pretty much. Like, if they can't get out of the way of that car, that's on them. But seriously, you see it coming from, like, 30 feet away. You can at least kind of sort of get out of the way. It's only going five miles per hour. Yeah. I'm still wondering when they're going to explain why uh, nobody can see him but speedsters. Because he's moving too quick. It's probably like... Um, he's standing there. Yeah, but he's got... It's probably something like um, his kinetic energy. Yes, obviously. Because they did... I don't know when Caitlin froze him. I don't know if she um, if they were able to see him during that. I know that like they showed his body froze and he kind of like appeared as he was getting hit. Yeah. I wonder if he just disappeared right after unfreezing. Uh-huh. The first metahuman was super speed. Yeah. But uh, apparently in the comics he did uh, create a cult. Um, like his following. Uh, speed cult. Yeah. What did you think of their confrontation with him in Alchemy? It was actually one of my favorite um, super speed fights. Yeah. Um, watching Jay really try was entertaining. He, he I give him an A for effort. Jay, Jay put up <laughs> a heck of a fight. Yeah. Um, and then they Barry I always like when Barry throws the lightning yeah and the fact that it didn't go right to Julian's chest yeah how yeah we're we're not sure he does have (laughs) I mean technically Julian has powers unless he's got until he's got the mask on right no it's when he's holding the actual the The stone stone. but uh, we did get to see how Julian came across it yeah and we did have our theory that he had no idea he was alchemy and we also proved our theory right that there are there's more than one mm. alchemy because he tried to make Cisco into the next one. Yep. Um, what did you think about Sadsco this episode? Um, getting better. Yeah, it, it was definitely understandable. We're having improvements when it comes to that. So it be I can't even imagine though what it'd be like to see like a dead family member. Oh yeah, kind of no. haunting you. It's like, yeah. No, I I agree, but hopefully. When we come back from this hiatus, um, he's back to his old self mm. instead of the mopey Cisco. I really want to see him put on the suit and be a hero and do superhero stuff. Why? Because I like I like Vibe. Sure, you want to see him, but you don't want to see Guardian. 
I don't want to see Guardian. <laughs> hey, we saw we saw Cisco at Buffalo Wild Wings last night, so <laughs> don't say that. We really didn't. We saw a guy that looked just like we saw a it doppelganger. Was, we actually had to stop and double take. <laughs> it was a doppelganger. It was pretty close. <laughs> but um what do you think about the Julian reveal? I know we're cu- we're kind of bouncing all over the place. We should really do notes beforehand. Were you surprised? No. Exactly. No, we were not surprised at all. We knew that was coming. We but, did. But I did, I did like it how um, they wrote it as he didn't know about it. Yeah. You know, instead of it just being like, Haha, you finally found out who I am. Yeah, it was, it was much better where he was like, uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. You just locked me up and kind I Kind of like the whole Prometheus thing with... Uh, with Arrow? Yeah. You know, like where, oh shoot, could it be... Lance because he's been blacking out kind of stuff. Oh yeah, or, we did have that. You know. Yeah, oh, we're gonna get to that too. Yeah. Because um, I'm really excited to talk about Arrow. Who isn't? I don't know. Who isn't? I don't know. That's why I asked you. Oh, thank you for for enlightening <laughs> me. But um, I really enjoyed the scene where they make connection with Savitar through Julian. Yeah. That was a really chilling scene. Um. I wonder if Savitar is able... He knows, like, he can travel... Is it? Do you think he knows the future because he's traveled to it? Or he has some sort of other Speed Force-like power? That's a tough one. Because Jay told Barry that yeah. he should never go to the future. Yeah. And this was our first time seeing Barry actually do it. So we... But he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, that was... An, well, he never time travels on purpose until he wants yeah. to save his mom. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I feel like, I mean, all aren't all speedsters able to if they're fast enough go into the future? Technically, yeah. So and you know you got Sabotar who, by the looks of it, is the fastest speedster ever. I don't know. Some people might argue Wally. He put up a heck of a fight against Sabotar. Yeah, he that did. was a great scene too. Yes. Uh, we had some really good fight scenes in yeah. this episode, but um, so yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder how Sabotar is going to get out. Well, he does say someone's going to betray them. Yeah, but, I mean, so that's going to be our speedster speculation today. The box. Well, they threw it into the actual speed force. Yeah. Like, the only way somebody could technically get it, you would think, would be if they're a speedster. Or if someone in the future unleashes the box and he comes back... Oh, my brain. ...to, to our the- present day. To our current time. Yeah. I mean, we don't know nearly enough about the Speed Force. We know it exists, like, outside our universe, and mm-hmm. it does connect the entire multiverse, or it's, like, a connection yeah. throughout the multiverse. So, you know, that's where Jay gets his power, too, and, and Flash, and, like, we're assuming Savitar, but we have not gotten any actual confirmation mm-hmm. about that. But, um, I really kind of wish Jay had stayed for Christmas. Why? He's got know. his own family. We don't know anything about Jay. True. I mean, I, I think in the comics he did have a family, um, and he did get married, but yeah. I don't really know too much about him. No. But that, I think that's really why I want him, because I like, him and Barry have such a good relationship mm. that, um, and like, he, I think he even acknowledged it in this episode, he's like, I know I look like your dad, but, you know. But I'm is, not. Leave me a bloke. But I'm not, <laughs> and you're going to listen to me, or you're going to your room. <laughs> in or, your new apartment. In your brand new apartment that's fully furnished and overlooking the water. Was it fully furnished? I think there was a couch. 
<laughs> it's not fully furnished. It's furnished. <laughs> it's got a couch in it's it got a or couch. something. It's a nicer couch it. than I have. <laughs> Wish I was a CSI forensic guy. He makes some good money, I guess, in us. Uh, yeah. In Central City. But uh, you know, you know, what we need to do, and we need one of the listeners to help us out with this. We need the recipe for Grandma Esther's eggnog. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta do an episode where we just drink Grandma Esther's eggnog. I'm down. Oh yeah, I'm down too. I don't even really like eggnog, <laughs> but I do. You know, I think that uh, Joe's new girlfriend's actually Savitar, and that's the whole plan. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Is it bad that every time they introduce a character on these shows, we're like, that's a bad guy. It's a bad guy. That's not, that's not Don't trust him. That's Prometheus. We're don't watching Flash. No, it's Prometheus. I'm telling don't you. Don't you know by now, every time that Flash introduces a new character... They're a bad guy. They're a bad guy. They're in some way, shape, or form a bad guy. We were still expecting Wally West to be a bad guy <laughs> up until this episode. But, ah, so let's Merry little, Christmas. Let's do a little speculation then while we're getting towards the end. But, um... Well, before speculation. Before speculation. Can we talk about uh, the nice little Kid Flash uh, suit? Okay. What would you like to talk about the Kid Flash suit? How awesome it looks. It looks the exact same as the other one, but okay. It still looks awesome. We're still going to talk about it because it still looks awesome. Looks better than the Flashes. Probably. Do you think they get hot in the summertime? Because that's like an actual like leather jacket looking thing. I don't know. Or is it more like Under Armour where they have like the cool... No, he, he takes it out and it's like legit yeah. like a leather jacket. I mean, they film in Vancouver, so they're fine, but it's, it's really destroying my sense of realism in this, well, movie, no, in this show about suit um, speed. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they have a summer, like a spring-summer like suit, kind of and then, like, in the fall-winter, they have a different suit. I always thought about that as a kid. Like, if I was going to be a superhero, I'm going to have different costumes for different times. Seriously. Yeah. Like, summer, I'm going to go out in something like like the cool tech Under Armour kind of stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah, and, like, T-shirt yeah. style, so, like, it only goes up to your yeah. biceps. Which for you is fine because yours aren't impressive. Neither are yours. I didn't say mine were, but they're better than yours. So there's according that. to yourself. That yeah, and I'm, I'm the only opinion that doesn't matters. count. Doesn't you you count. need to love yourself. Doesn't count. Justin Bieber taught me that. Okay, so go. Okay then. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> but yeah, so while he got his suit and he is officially taking the name Kid Flash, I like how they kind of did it like um like with Speedy. Yeah. They're like yeah, you already got a code name. Yeah. You're stuck with it. Darn it. No. I don't wanna. I'm not a kid. Oh. I'm, I'm a mild adolescent, <laughs> barely out of teenager Flash. I'm, I'm past... I'm almost able to drink Flash. That's gonna be his name. Yep. Because then they do, uh, earlier this season, they all went out, and Wally was the only one that couldn't drink. Yeah. So he's gotta be, like, 19 or 20, I think we assume. I think they. he's in college, so he's gotta be probably about 19, 20. Yeah. How does he have time to study? Huh. Because he's a speedster. Well, now he is. <laughs> but um, anything else you want to talk about for? Uh... So who do we think we have? What one's gonna betray? One's going to betray them. Another will fall, and another will suffer a fate worse than death. All right. So let let's do a little speculation because we we are currently thinking that Iris is going to die. Mm-hmm. We did see that little flash forward. Yes. But, um, so who do you think is going to betray them? The the hands on favorite is is Caitlin. Think that's too you're easy. gonna you're gonna hate me for this. Oh really? Cisco. You think Cisco's gonna betray? Yeah. I think Harry is. Or HR. HR. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because HR is probably Savitar, but um. <laughs> 
He did have. He had a lot of knowledge. Like we we forgot how we don't really know how smart he is. But he in these last couple of episodes, he's been very not like intelligent, like science stuff. He's he's got a lot of wisdom to him. Yeah. He knows people, and watching him, you know, like out Joe Joe, because usually Joe's the one that outsmarts yeah. everybody with stuff like that. But he's like, nah, man. Yeah. He was gonna trade with somebody. Why not mm-hmm. me? But yeah. Um, so you think HR? I'm thinking HR. I'm thinking Cisco. Okay. okay. Who's we think, going and to? We think that Caitlyn's too easy. Yeah. Who's okay. going to fall? Uh Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it depends on what they mean by fall. Yeah, that's 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 the, the thing. That's you the know? caveat, right? Because sometimes you go, well, fall means they will die. Yeah, but we already right? found out that somebody's gonna die. Okay. It's either Barry right? or Iris. So, I'm thinking fall in that sense of death, and I'm thinking, as much as it pains me, but it's going to tie into suffer a fate worse than death, right? Um, it's going to be Wally. Really? You think yes. Wally's going to fall? Wally will fall, and then a third will suffer a fate worse than death is going to be Joe. That's what I was thinking, Joe, also. Or yes. Caitlin. Yeah, because I, I feel like it's going to be kind of like, well... Wally falls, depending on what the fall means. Yeah. If it's death, I'm leaning towards it, could just be turning it being evil. Wally. It yeah. Could just be turning evil. But um, fall, I'm turning. I'm kind of thinking it's going to be, in terms of death, it would be Wally, and then Joe's gonna crumble because he lost. I'd be really upset. His son if, that he uh, just got, like, what maybe a couple months ago. I'd be really upset if like Flash does end this season on such a downer. Yeah. Like with Savitar's truth coming. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, How did you feel about Savitar's look this episode? It's getting better it, each it's, time. It's growing a little bit. Yeah. Um, when he had the fight with Jay, I think I liked it a little bit more. Just because they did a good job showing... Because we, we talked about the effects sometimes, like the rubbery look of characters' faces especially. And Jay yeah. doesn't have a mask, obviously, so no matter what... But they did a really good job with uh, showing him fighting Savitar. Yeah. But um, I, I really hope Savitar's truth doesn't come out I would mm-hmm. love to see if they do that scene where Iris dies if every single Flash and Speedster kind of showed up at the same time to help Barry that'd yeah. be a great scene you yeah. know, Jay Jesse Quick Wally even like Speedsters from the past and future Zoom <laughs> Ian Barthol no. no he's busy on Legends We're gonna, yeah. I can't wait to talk about Legends alright stop getting ahead of yourself we're nowhere near that we're pretty close. <laughs> so, right. anything else we want to talk about? Flash. We're really excited for Not the, sh- the season. To yeah, start we're, back up. we're excited to get back in to it. Um, we have to wait a month and a half, but which kind of stinks. Um, but hopefully, it's worth it. We're gonna do a little something with Star City ratings. Yeah, we're gonna do two ratings. We're gonna do it as an episode, and we're gonna do it as a mid-season finale. Okay. Should be pretty close. Yeah. And we can compare it to the past mid-season finales. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> I'm going to because I'm prepared because I just thought of this. Yeah, was, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. But um, so Star City rating for the episode mm-hmm. by itself, I give it a four. A four? And I would probably put. Do you want to do the mid-season finales in order at the end, all three shows, or just in general? Yeah, yeah, we'll do all it. We'll do shows. it at which, the end. Which ones were our favorite? Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to give this one a four also. Mm-hmm. The only Flash mid-season finale that actually beats it is 
their very first one, mm-hmm. the man in the yellow suit. Yeah. We get our first real confrontation between him and Reverse Flash and all that. Mm-hmm. That that was probably their their best mid season finale. Yeah. But um, I like their Christmassy episodes, you know, and they have yeah. the trickster pop in. So it's it shows that Mark Hamill really just enjoys the role. He's like, um, I, I got a little I got a little break between my three lines that I'm gonna have in the next Star Wars movie. Let me come down and film. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was definitely a, a solid episode, a solid end. Yes. It's, it's making us enjoy the Alchemy and Savitar storyline a little bit more, I think. Because mm-hmm. I know you and I were kind of meh with this season of Flash. Yeah. This was one of their better episodes. Definitely, yeah. So with that, we're going to head to uh, one of the best episodes of Arrow ever. Spoiler alert. Okay, before I start, okay. not only is it one of the best episodes of Arrow, it's one of the best episodes out of all of the Arrowverse. Okay. Oh, a bold statement. Bold. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to until we start talking about the actual episode. All right. So, this was episode nine of this season, titled, What We Leave Behind. Dun, dun, dun. I know, right? Prometheus obtains further intel about the team from Evelyn. He then attacks and hospitalizes Curtis, injecting him with a tuberculosis vaccine developed by Justin Claiborne a corrupt pharmaceutical manufacturer named on Oliver's former kill list. Flashbacks show that Oliver killed Claiborne after discovering that he financed a TB epidemic, then raised the price on his drug to boost his company's profits. When the team tracks down Prometheus, Evelyn reveals her true allegiance and escapes and escapes with Prometheus. Investigating Prometheus on his own, Billy sends information he discovers to Felicity just before the villain captures him. The information turns out to be about Claiborne's illegitimate son, who may now be seeking retribution. Oliver deduces that Prometheus is at Claiborne's former office building and goes there alone. He finds that Prometheus has staged it to resemble Oliver's prior attack. Oliver kills Prometheus only to discover he has actually killed a gagged Billy, whom the real Prometheus set up as himself to trick Oliver. Curtis's husband, Paul, leaves him after discovering Curtis is a vigilante. Felicity mourns Billy's death, Diggle is recaptured, and Oliver finds what seems to be Laurel Lance alive and well inside the lair. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, let's start before we hit the actual story. The direction and filming of this episode were flawless. I literally have chills right yeah. now. Uh, we had from fi- this whole from this whole episode. Yeah. yeah, we had fantastic fight scenes, which yeah. for Arrow's a big thing because you know as much as we praise like the superhero fights on Flash, yeah, Arrow still needs to try and stand out. Yeah, in a world of superpowers, and mm-hmm. they they do great. Fight oh yeah, work. Uh, watching even watching like Curtis try and take on Prometheus by himself was, was a fun fight. Yeah, shows how far Curtis has actually come. Like you forget that he Curtis can could scrap now he's yeah he's a pretty good fighter to the point where even like his husband was like uh yeah you you obviously been doing so. i would have just said i joined a gym yeah i joined a fight club <laughs> not a lot to talk about what's it. the first rule of fight club oh god that's why they attacked me because i was gonna tell you <laughs> but um so even be like even before we get into the actual story the episode has a lot of good going for it yes you know arrow's been that show that's been up and down very heavily and mm-hmm. you know the critics have thought the same and you know we thought the same too I know season 3 was a little yeah a little disappointing season 4 we overall we enjoyed especially with the intro of Damien Dark yes. who's killing it on Legends now too but um 
this was definitely oh. the most solid episode of I, I'd argue the show, yeah, ever. You know, th- this season has been really good, and I I don't know about you. Do you think it's because they they brought it down to such a grounded level? I yeah, they're kind of getting back to the roots of season one. Yeah, which was fantastic. Where it's you know more street level stuff and not trying to. You can argue Do all the way too, up to too much. three, though. Well, yeah. That's what their, their goal was. Yeah. But, and even, like, they do have some aspects of metahumans and stuff, like Ragman and stuff like yeah. that. But they still manage to keep it pretty, uh... Which we still don't know. Is, he's, is he a metahuman? Technically, he's using a, a meta magical suit. device. Because he can't just use those powers. So it's yeah. more magic than... But know. they keep calling him a metahuman. Yeah. He's been called that several times now. Yes. Um, he's one of my new, my favorite additions to Team Arrow. Yeah. This season, um, so let let's jump into the actual episode. We get more with the uh, Artemis and Prometheus stuff. Yes. So basically, he just was like, "Hey, he's a killer. You should just join my team." She's yeah. Like, yeah. Do you think there's any more to that? There is going to be. There's gonna. I'm telling you. There's got to be more to it than just if meets if the she's eye. just like a double agent for Oliver. There's gonna be a lot of fallout from that sort of thing. Especially now that Curtis got hurt. Yeah. I mean, well, look at her character in Young Justice. That's what they did in Young Justice. Yeah, but like, nobody got severely hurt from it. When, when somebody Not looked, that they... When it was gonna get whoa. when it was gonna get bad, bad, that's when she Yeah. Jump. Spoilers for Young Justice. <laughs> wow. We are gonna do a Young Justice episode yes. very soon. We're gonna have some time now that yeah. all the shows are kinda taking their break. A month and a half break, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna see some Star Wars from us. Yep. From, uh, some Young Justice. We're excited. But yeah, I mean, I know that that's what they did with her character on Young Justice, but um, I feel like if if that were the case, and the fact that Oliver hasn't told them yet, that that's what's gonna cause the team to kinda split hard. Yeah. But I mean. Think about it this way. If I tell the team, the whole team, she's a double agent, don't worry. Don't you think that when they go to fight, they won't actually try fighting her? Yeah, but what happens when Wild Dog puts a bullet in the back of her head? Does he have special stun guns like Diggle does? Because I know Diggle has like, uh, yeah, his are more like just, trank darts yeah. almost. I don't know. We've only seen Him Wild use Dog actual guns, use, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what he has other than... Because they don't sound different. Like, Diggle's Dunn has a unique sound to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. But uh, that, that was an interesting question I had. Yeah. So, where do, where do you want to go from there? I mean, like, there's just so much in this episode. Can I just talk about my favorite part? Yeah, sure. We jump around. We do not follow any sort of story. When he's walking through that... Um, office building. The office building. Yeah. And it's showing those flashbacks and how... Prometheus set everything up in the exact same like positions that all those dead bodies were in. Really quick, let, let's jump into that. As far as we know, we never saw that in season one. No. So they obviously they reshot all this and yeah. they were like, oh, this was just one of the adventures that he had that we yeah. hadn't seen. I just want to clarify that b- between us. If, if yeah. we're wrong, though, if you're listening and you're like, no, they totally showed that in season one, you guys just don't remember, yeah. uh, sh- throw us a... Throw us an episode. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, but, let um, us know which episode it was. Because as yeah. far as I know, and I'll, I'll go back and Netflix a little, but yeah. this was all brand new stuff, mm-hmm. technically. But yeah, that was that was crazy. I, that was probably my favorite part now, of this episode. I still don't think that whoever they think Prometheus is right now is 
Prometheus. Alright, so this is my thing with this, right? So, back when Claiborne died, they said he had an illegitimate son. Yeah. That's who they think is Prometheus. Correct. Well, wasn't he... How old was he when his dad died? I don't think they ever specifically said... I feel like they figured out the math or something like that. They said, like, 15, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. Because he'd be about 20 now. Yeah. Or no, like... so either I think they specifically say twenty or thirty years ago. So he's got to be somewhere that age. Okay. I don't remember. Diggle says it. Yeah. He's like, because he's like, oh, that would make him about this old, you know? Yeah. Time for you know revenge. Yeah. So, so yeah. How would he know exactly where the bodies are? I feel like it's an ex-cop or something like that. I feel like there's a lot more to this than we know, and mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if Billy is still Prometheus. All it takes is a little body armor. Yeah. A little fake blood. I I wouldn't be but surprised. But why would you gag yourself? I don't know. So that they wouldn't suspect him. Takes him off the playing field. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, see, that's the Flash stuff. Like, they introduced a new character. We think he's the bad guy. I feel like he's got to be older than that. Because if he killed Claiborne, how long ago? Uh, Four years ago. Four years. Because it's during season one, technically. Yeah. Is he that... I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I mean... As well, no, he wouldn't be a... Well, yeah, because he would have... Is, is he a detective, Billy? Was he a detective? Yeah. So yeah. he's got to... He had been on the job for quite some time. I'm so. going to be a detective in two years. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. No, no. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it could be him. I, I still was, think that, that Billy was actually... And he's not dead? I don't think he's actually dead. And I think he... I think that's, like, the perfect... Because he even said it to Evelyn. He's like, I don't want to kill him. I just want to, you know, punish him. I yeah. Want to, I want to make him wish he was dead. I wonder if that's the guy who uh, Savitar was talking about. <gasps> no. That, I, no, but that'd be an awesome <laughs> continuity kind of thing. Yeah, no. Because we'll still argue that, that Barry and Oliver are, are basically brothers. Basically. Basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if there's much. I feel like that's such an easy, like an easy, like oh, it's just this guy. We figured it out. Yeah, right. There's there's gotta be way more to it because obviously Prometheus is smart. He's like scary Joker level smart. Yes. Um, did did it remind you of the Dark Knight when we saw him all gagged and tied yeah. up? Oh yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. Another Batman parallel, just what we needed <laughs> on Arrow. What? But, um, you mean we've had that before? Only every season, at least once. <laughs> what did you think um, Felicity's response? Were you ready for it? Were you ready for Olicity drama? Like, as soon as he started... Yeah, though. As soon as he started saying that, I was like, oh my god, if she gets mad at him, I would understand, because that would suck, but we don't need it. Nah, I knew she wasn't going to be upset with him. I thought that it spoke volumes of her character yeah. and the writing staff for her to be like, no, Prometheus tricked you, you know, it's it's not. It wasn't you. He's yeah. to blame. It's his fault. Yes. I thought that was a very big character moment for her. Yeah. And to see Oliver so broken too, like he was, we've never yeah. seen Oliver that vulnerable. No. That was that was a hard thing to see because you know he is. I'd say in the Arrowverse, he's one of our favorite characters. Hands down, my favorite. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's an awesome character. Obviously, he created this whole show franchise. Yeah. But um. It's nice that our character drama isn't elicity drama. Yeah. We did get a little relationship drama this yep. this episode with uh, with Curtis and Paul. Yeah. Good name. Good name. Um, what did you think? 
about Paul's reaction? Justifiable? Justifiable, yes. But to give him that ultimatum, it's kind yeah, of like... Yeah, especially really? like when they first do it, it's, it's almost, it's kind of petty on, yeah. on Paul's part, like almost selfish. Mm-hmm. But then when he explains, he's like, I can't make you stop this because this is what you want, this is what you need to do, and this yeah. is, you know, you're a hero, I can't stop you from being a hero, but I can't sit at home more worrying about you, you know. In, in my current line of work, that's a big thing where you have to find the people that that can stay up all night and not worry, but still worry, yeah. if that makes any sense. Um, it's nice to see superhero drama. Not relationship yes. drama, superhero drama. Yeah. It's like um, it's like secret identities. You know, that was a big thing on Smallville where it was all the, the character drama was really from him trying to be a superhero. Yeah. Uh, Flash, they don't really show... They showed it more in season one with... Uh, him doing his vibrating face and yeah. voice, and uh, I kind of miss that on Flash. And then Arrow, I keep forgetting that this is technically the the second Arrow because they all think that Roy was the original Arrow yeah. and he's dead now, and now he's the Green Arrow. Didn't they? Then they point that out. Like Curtis was like, "No, wasn't that the other Arrow?" And he's like, "No, I was the other yeah. Arrow. I was both technically." <laughs> I think the stage is really set though for Roy to come back and just deal with all this. I want him and Artemis to have a, a battle royale. Yeah. She got pretty good with the bow. She hit the uh, the gun right out of Wild Dog's hand. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you train under Oliver and Prometheus. I yes. Guess. Well, we don't know <laughs> if she was training with Prometheus. And now we found out that he was training with uh, somebody that Oliver knows from Russia. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, this is our first time with the flashbacks being purely season one flashbacks. Yeah. What did you think of the flashbacks? I, I like... We pointed out the... Yeah. The great symmetry. Yes. And then seeing the conversations, it, it's funny. It always makes me laugh because Oliver will re, will say a quote from one of the flashbacks. Yeah. I can't remember what people say f- four years ago. No. I can paraphrase pretty well. <laughs> but Oliver says he's like, John, you were the one who told me, you know, this, this, and this. Yeah. I'm like, it's a good thing you have those flashbacks. Handy <laughs> reminders, my friends. Yeah, right. It's like he has like a little notebook in his pocket. He's just like, and on this day, John told me, oh, okay. Yeah, right. You said a motivating thing to me four years ago, <laughs> 32, 36 minutes ago. But, um. Speaking of Diggle. Yeah, hit it. What do you think about him being rearrested? Yeah. Um. Uh. Kind of upsetting. Right. I hope they don't fast and furious him where it's like. <laughs> He escapes jail and he does like good things, but he has to go back to jail. Yeah. Because he's still a wanted criminal. I'd be really upset. I ho- I hope they clear him. I feel like that was a story they were like, let's try this out and see how it goes. And everyone's like, why would you take him away from us like that? Nah, I mean, I'm saying more like the uh, the arresting well, him yeah. storyline. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were talking about like him just leaving to rejoin the military. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I'm kind of eh about it. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of drama and fallout from it. And then there's going to be an easy solution that they're going to have. Like, yeah. oh, he did frame you. What a bad guy. You're free to go. Yeah, right. Even I, though you broke out of this maximum prison, you know, yeah. time. Part of me thinks that, um, that, that when they come back, that's what the team's going to be focused on. Getting John back? Getting John back. Or getting... I, I, I can see, like... Maybe Wild Dog being really focused on getting John back because yeah. they kind of created their little bond. But I can see the, the rest of the team trying to track down Evelyn. 
yeah. Like, I could see maybe, like, Terrific and Ragman, like, kind of splintering off. Yeah. And then um, Oliver. I, I want to see if Oliver still is broken when we well, come back. That kind of leads into what I want to talk about next is um, I don't think he's going to be too broken if we have a return. Oh, my God, yeah. Of Laurel Lance. I thought you were talking about this, him getting it on with the uh, reporter lady. Well, no, now he's in, like, a love quadrilateral. Yeah, can we can we just really quickly address... I still think that the reporter lady's a bad guy. Why? These shows made me paranoid. She's too good-looking to be a bad guy. Do you find her attractive? Yes. I do not. There's something wrong with you. I don't know what it is. Like, she's very pretty, but I don't find her attractive. Like I said, there's something wrong with you. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Anyway, so, yeah, the, he's kind of going to be stuck in this love quadrilateral. Because... We pointed out in the crossover episode, which everybody totally listened to before this, um, that Laurel points out, it, it's almost like Oliver realized in the 100th episode that he did, that Laurel was the one for him. Yeah. Like 100%. I, I still think that any, we're going to have a lot of fallout from the 100th episode with him and Laurel. Yeah. Because basically he lived, we don't know, I wonder if in that 100th episode, like they get put into the present you know what I mean? Like in that, that hallucination sort of thing? Yeah. So do they get all the memories from five years? Uh, or from a lifetime of, of memories? Kind of like Flashpoint? I don't know. That's too much science to think of. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if like they have all these fake memories in their head. Yeah. That See, that'd be a good storyline to, to delve into. That'd be way too much, though. I can, But I, it's gonna, <laughs> I think it's really going to propel Oliver with Laurel's return. Yeah. All right, let's hit the theory. Theory mail here. Any theories about... Laurel's return. Do we have anything? I feel. I don't know who did who would have done it, but Lazarus Pit. Lazarus Pit is up there. Um, time I, travel is up there in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Flashpoint is up there. Because the problem is with time travel, the only time we see a gradual change because. If Laurel was survived by Flashpoint or something that Barry yeah. did, it would have just happened instantly and none of them would have realized it unless yeah. they were directly involved. I well, would not be surprised if it's a Legends of Tomorrow effect. Mm -hmm. Because they're obviously they're dealing with Damien Dark and Damien Dark's the one that kills Laurel. If they change something with Damien Dark's future, th this could be one of those gradual changes before time solidifies. Or... Yeah. We also have the theory of multiverse. Because we don't know what happened. As far as we know, Black Siren was returned to Earth 2. I think they said that all the Earth yeah. 2 criminals were returned. We don't know how. Because they closed all the breaches. And I don't know if Cisco was good, was powerful enough to send no, all of them. No. But um, it, could be, it could be Black Siren Laurel. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I hope it's not. I hope it's not a robot. I'd be so angry. And then I see if I could order one. <laughs> what? Ew. Ew. Um, family friendly, please. Um. Did you ever see Buffy? They had a Buffy bot. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? They had a Buffy bot. Very useful. Saved the day more than once. Anyway. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Could it be... I can't think of it being part of Flashpoint. Because where has she been for the whole season? Yeah. That that would be and my like only we said, thing. Flashpoint created a new timeline where they all got new memories and all. Yeah. That. Do you think? What if it's a hallucination? Because we are dealing what with that on Legends of Tomorrow now. Yeah. 
What if it is a hallucination being sent by Savitar to make Oliver oh, my brain. the new alchemy? Oh, wow. Yeah, because all, all of our shows are dealing with some sort of hallucination. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Multiverse Fancast breaking it down. You're welcome. Uh, that, was a good, that was a good team up. Mm, yeah. I, I set you up for the shot and you scored, so that was good. Yeah. That was good, good assist. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. take the assist. Yeah. Get the points. Yeah. But, um, wow, that's that's actually very interesting because I didn't even notice that all three of the shows, yeah. mid-season finales, had some sort of... Well, well uh, we can't say for Arrow that it's 100% a hallucination, well, but yeah. all of them seeing people who are dead. Yeah. Do you think... Do you think it has something to do with the crossover? Because it's all happening right after the crossover. I don't know. It can't be but from the dream worlds because no. Cisco and uh, Heatwave weren't in it. No. I don't know. I, I hope it is the actual Laurel, and I hope they come up with a good way as to how she survived. But Because um, they did want to stay away from magic. I can see yeah. Stephen Mel they're like filming it, and then they say cut. He's like, I said no more magic, guys! I didn't even know she was going to be down here. You just saw an action and said to go into the arrow cave. Would you, can you imagine if that was just like a, like a total... Uh, all yeah. right, so Steven, here's what we need you to do. Uh, we're going to say action. I want you to go downstairs and just react. Okay. Ah! What? Is this going to be on the blooper reel? <laughs> um, but yeah, see, I want to say Lazarus Pit, but then I'm like, well, who would have put her in there? And then who would have restored her soul? Yeah. Because we, we saw what happens... Yeah, Constantine, obviously. <laughs> or is there something that's coming on, that's going to hit all of our shows in the worst possible way? Yeah. Because obviously she also recognized him. Yeah, because didn't she says... She said Oliver. Right? Hello, Oliver, or hello, Ollie. Something like that, yeah. She, she did address him by name, though. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to, to see, A, how the team reacts, and B, if this is the real Laurel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, because I if it it's is. if it's Black Siren, she doesn't know who Oliver is. Oh, that's not. I don't think right? that that's one hundred percent true because it, it's like a Oliver and Laurel Lance or or Dinah Lance. Yeah, uh, they're they're destined soulmates. They're like Barry and Iris, Lois yeah. and Clark, uh, Batman and Every Woman. So Catwoman, Catwoman. You can argue Talia. You can <laughs> argue. Um, so they're like those. There's one of those. Please superhero marry. couples that just have infinite yeah. timelines where they're together. I wouldn't be surprised if Black Siren was with that Oliver Queen. Mm. What was he? Ba- what was his bad guy name be? That's Green Arrow. What do you think? Black Arrow. Malcolm Merlin's the Dark Archer in the comics. Just a cool name. Yeah. Imagine. <gasps> Imagine if Prometheus. Black is- Bow. That's a good one. Imagine if Prometheus is. The. Wherever the Earth, Earth to, to Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen. Wow, we're getting big. We're getting big theories today. I don't know. And that's why. No. And he brought the Black Siren to mess with Oliver. No. Oh man, I I'd be actually totally okay with it. No, because I feel like Evelyn would freak out. She doesn't know who Prometheus is. She's never seen him with his mask off. How do you know? Why would he be talking to her with his mask on then? Because that's his character. As far as we know... What if she was being followed by Oliver? No. As far as we know, Evelyn does not know who the Prometheus actually is. You don't know that. Well, he could have just been like, oh, I'm I'm the illegitimate child of this guy. Exactly. No. (laughs) Imagine if it's uh, 
It's Oliver's illegitimate child because he still has that bastard kid somewhere. Watch your language. That's that's totally. <laughs> that's fine. Kids need to know. Yeah. Um, they say it in the show. If they say it in yeah. the show, I think we get a little leeway. Just kidding. Just kidding. We only had to be super family friendly for our first couple of episodes where we just talked about ourselves. But, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, we got a lot of good theories going on here with uh, with Prometheus and Laurel. Yeah. Um, not so much Evelyn because we really just hope she's actually a double agent. Yeah. Or at least has a change of heart at the right time. Mm-hmm. But uh, Star City rating? Oh, man. For me, this episode is very, 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 very close to a five. How close to a five, Ronnie? Like, if I could go, like... No, you can't do... If I could go, like, points, I would do, like, 4.75. No, you can't do that. (laughs) I'm doing it now because I can't give it a 4.5 because it's better than a 4.5. But it's not the it's not perfect. perfect. I'm going to give it a 4.5. It is definitely one of the best episodes of their season. Arrow's been doing exceptionally well. Yeah. We've been enjoying it. Um, we kind of thought that the, the giant team would take away from the characters, but the characters are getting so much attention. Yeah. Like, we care about Mr. Terrific. We even care about Evelyn and even Ragman, who he's probably the one we know the least amount. And Wild yeah. Dog is really starting to, to grow on everyone. Yep. And then we still have the old team. That have grown and it's nice to see the the mature team versus the the new team kind yeah. of dynamic because it's like we said the Oliver and uh, Felicity you know if this was season two or three she wouldn't be talking to him she would have walked yeah. out of the arrow cave but yep. it just shows to show how mature they are so yeah solid 4.5 out of 5 very nice very nice alright so we have our last mid-season finale arguably arguably the, the a good I don't want to say the best one because I want to really get into that with the yeah. final ratings, but uh, definitely a good time. Yes, Legends um, is like our good time show. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, this was episode eight of this season. Um, it was titled "The Chicago Way." Little, <laughs> I get it. Why? I'll explain when you're older. Oh, okay. So, um, little synopsis for this: Eobard. Dark and Malcolm Merlin arrive in Chicago, 1927, an ally with Al Capone. Learning of the aberration, the legends arrive and manage to keep Capone from murdering Elliot Ness. Ness is critically injured, so the team decides to obtain vital information on Capone's operation to secure history. Meanwhile, Mick begins having hallucinations of Snart, who belittles him for acting like his teammates. Sarah and Martin are abducted by Eobard during their infiltration and raid on Capone's club. Malcolm offers Sarah a a chance to change her past in return for the amulet she took from Dark in 1987, but she refuses. The team rescues the captives, but Martin turns out to be a disguised Eobard who searches the Wave Rider at super speed for the amulet while Malcolm attacks the ship directly. Eobard barely escapes revenge at Amaya's hand, but Sarah surrenders the amulet for Martin's safety. The legends succeed in correcting the timeline. Eobard later shows his partners that the completed amulet projects a holographic map that can locate the Spear of Destiny, which is able to rewrite reality itself. They must next locate Rip Hunter, who is revealed to be working as a movie director in 1967 Los Angeles. Alright, let's get Rip Hunter out of the way because I'm really upset. That was horrendous. 
I thought that he was actually legit, like, doing something action-y. They have to yeah. have a really good explanation to why he's making movies. Yeah. About himself. Yeah. That's a little... It's a little... Rub the, the ego. Nose. What was that? <laughs> stroke the ego. A little stroke of the ego. What was, uh... There was another... What was the movie where he's, like, makes movies of himself where he, like, puts himself up on a pedestal? I'm trying to think of it. But it also reminds <laughs> me of, uh, Galaxy Quest, mm-hmm. where after, like, they go into space and they all think that they're heroes and they're like, yeah, we are. Um... I was. We finally find out where Rip Hunter is, and that's what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what it reminded me of? The Mandarin. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. That's what it. My name's Trevor. Trevor Slattery. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an actor. I didn't oh. know uh, what's his face could do could do a a good American accent. The guy who plays Rip Hunter. It's bad because yeah. I met him too at New York Comic Con two years ago. He, uh, him, Brandon Routh, and uh, the girl who played Hawk Girl, Sierra Nee something or other. Sure. They, uh, they did the panel and they, they did Q and A at the end. They were really cool. But um, Arthur Darbell. Sure. I don't want to say that's his name. But um, where do you want to start after our disappointment with Rip Hunters? Um. Do you want to start with the hallucinations with Mick? Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty short storyline. Yeah, um, they've been really honing in Mick turning into a good guy. Yeah, a good guy, bad guy. Um, a good we, bad guy. Is there a little? You think there's gonna be a thing between him and Amaya? Yeah. I, like at first, I thought it was just like gonna be a brother sister kind of thing. No. And, and like it still could be, but um. Not yeah. The way I, they were making those eye contact moments. Whew. I could feel the heat. Uh, uh, you beat me to it. I was gonna be funny, but I was gonna say it too. But um, are they gonna talk about the the severe ramifications of time travel there? Because what are you talking about? Amaya's daughter is the vixen we saw in season uh, four yeah. of Arrow. Mm. Oh my God, it's Mick's daughter. No, but also, Doctor Midnight said that she disappeared completely. Yeah. When she went through time, so unless she already had the kid. Or it's a different vixen. As far as I knew, though, that was supposed to be her mother. Mm-hmm. But um, it could be anybody who gets that amulet, I guess. Yeah, right. I don't know if they specifically said it. I think they said it in like press releases to begin with, like yeah. when they were going to introduce the character. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, I, I really enjoyed Mick seeing Snart. Yeah. Now, what, what do we think the explanation is for that? That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, I mean, could it just be that he's kind of missing his buddy that he always had to talk to, always wreak havoc with? Yeah. And he's just, you know, now he's like, you know what? I'm kind of missing this. Like, I'm getting this weird feeling with the team. Like, not like a bad feeling, but, you know, just I need someone to ground me in. Maybe he just needs to stop drinking. That too. It could just be hallucinations from all the drinking he's done. Yeah. I mean, he did drink. Technically, what? They stole that bottle from 1927? It's, what? 80-something? Oh, like 90 years old? That bottle of whiskey or whatever that he drank? I don't know, but <laughs> it looks like a good bottle. Think about it. It was in Capone's Club... In from nineteen twenty seven. Yeah. And he's got a twenty. <laughs> and that's like that's like pure alcohol. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it reminds me of uh, the episode of Supernatural where they go to the Old West. Yeah. And Dean tries to drink like the whiskey. He's like, oh, it's like gasoline. Uh, yeah. Oh man. But yeah, no, I don't know what what's up with that. I don't know how you can explain that because we we know it's a it is a hallucination. So we know it's not Flashpoint related. We know yeah, because like characters heard him talking. Yeah. Somebody, somebody pointed out like who are you talking to. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it was uh, Amaya that said that. I think so too. Yeah. <coughs> but um, I don't know. It'd be interested, interesting to see if they ever explain that or whatever. Because well, what, obviously they are because Wentworth Miller's gonna be yeah in the show. Well, think about this too. You had Martin Stein having those. Like, Admiration time like, shifts. Yeah, like hallucination kind of things. Memories. Where he was yeah. seeing his daughter. Yeah, but that was you always know? in his head and he knew it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like he was seeing his daughter walk around the ship talking to him. True. So I don't know. Yeah, that's a it's a good, interesting question. Um I, I hope they um it, there's like no way to explain that. Not right now. Um no. I wouldn't be surprised if the Legion of Doom is sending it to him, like using some sort of magic or yeah. Or device or something like that, because we found out the the Legion of Doom's plan, or yes. Ivar Thawne's plan, really. Yes. Um, where they're looking, they're looking for the Spear of Destiny. For those of you guys who don't know, and I think they explained it. You know, the Spear of Destiny is the spear that was used by a Roman soldier to pierce the side of Christ. Yes. In DC Comics, it's always been a very big part of the mythology. Mm-hmm. They had it on Justice League Unlimited. Uh, I think Hitler was trying to get it, and there's even conspiracy theories that Hitler did have the spear, the actual spear in real life, yeah. and that's why he amassed so much power, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was a big part in uh, the movie Constantine. So, like, it's, it's been around. It's, it's been a... Con- it's not like they made it up to the show. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised they're going with such a... such a one-sided religious uh, yeah. symbol. You know, it's, it's kind of weird that they're going straight Christianity. But, um... I mean... It's, not, it's an interesting idea because it can rewrite reality. Do you think that they get it and that's why all of our characters are dealing with this? Yeah. Was this the Malcolm Merlin from the current timeline or from that year? From what year? 1927? I, I, what I'm trying to say is um, <laughs> do you think that they they got the current Malcolm Merlin from our, 2016 or did they get? From any point that he's been... Because obviously he knows a lot about Sarah and he knows about Laurel and all that. Yeah. I'm assuming it's it's the current timeline, Malcolm Merlin. Well, it, this is my thing. If I take someone from 2014, 2014. right? Well, I'm just throwing out a random yeah, year. Yeah. Right? How can they be in 2015, 2016 if I have them from 2014? Uh, if you put them back. So I take you... So, so like, help me with this, and I'm gonna send you back. Well, it's like a, it's like the Back to the Future mentality. Technically, yeah. Marty McFly leaves at like one o'clock in the morning, and he's back the next morning. Yeah, he already spent like a week in 1955. Yeah, that is true. We should always just go back to to Back to the Future for time travel rules. It's always the best one. Yeah, you best. know that is true. Because if I leave at this time, that yeah, I could because yeah. I I have a time machine. Yeah, you can I could go, go back, back to any time, and I could put them back at. I, I, I took him at 9.30 in the morning, 9.30, so 28 I, seconds in the so morning. 9.31. So. <laughs> well, that's what Marty says. He's like, I have a time machine. I have all the time I want. Yeah. All right, side note. This is, like, somewhat related. 
If you had the ability to travel through time, like hero style, like Hiro Nakamura, you know what I would do? I'd travel like five hours into the future just to take a nap and then come right back to the same spot and continue my day. But then you know what would happen. Yeah. So and it's not a surprise. Well, Life with, is a with surprise. My cur- with my current <laughs> job line, I think I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay knowing what happened <laughs> first. But I would use time travel just to take naps or sleep longer. Or I'd eat a big meal and then go back in time and just do it again. Would you gain weight and then when you go back... I don't know. It depends on the time travel. Like, if it's like Barry Allen where you go back into, like, your your younger body... Well, that's different, though, but he's got to increase metabolism so he can eat the Yeah, he can eat whatever he wants. (laughs) Darn. Really trying to use time travel to get fat and lazy. It's not going to happen. Some people use time travel to get, like, rich and famous. I'm like, nah, I'm tired, man. Nah, I just need food and a nap. I'm gonna go back in time. That's just, my time traveling. You like walk into your apartment or your house and you're like you're there sleeping. Oh god. Oh. oh. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, I know you. Wait, do what? Yeah. Yeah, I know I do. Would it be weird to have a conversation with like yourself? I don't know. That's Martin Stein. Yeah, I'd like to have a conversation with myself like ten years in the future. I feel like me from like five minutes from now, like in Austin Powers. I'm you <laughs> ten minutes from now. I I don't know what I talk to myself about. Life. Even though I like that you're the same person, I could see me arguing with me. No. You and you would, like, go out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world with uh, <laughs> Mega Scott. Yeah. Oh, he's a nice guy. We're going to get brunch. Oh, man. But, um... So, all right, back to the show. So we're going to assume that that's current timeline Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. I think that's a safe assumption. hmm But, um... Yeah. Why do they need him exactly? Just to play the good cop? Do you think it's because he knows the no. legends? Uh, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, he knows Sarah. He knows Sarah. Um, he knows Sarah. That's it. He knows Sarah. He d- he, knows, he knows Ray. He knows Ray. Um, Does he know Mick? No. He doesn't know Mick, no, right? He was a flash Um, And then, obviously, doesn't know Nate. Doesn't know Jefferson and Stein. I mean, he could know about Stein because Stein was like this huge scientist. Yeah, so true. So he, he could know Stein's name. That's about it, really. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really know him personally. I think maybe he just has enough. I, I think they know that Sarah's the leader, so it's just enough intel to get yeah. on their skin and know how to deal with Sarah. Because, you know, well, technically he did. Get then his again, way. Dark does know Sarah also. No, not really. Not like Malcolm does. Malcolm, not like Malcolm, I mean, yeah. Because as far as we know, Malcolm was there training at the League of yeah. Assassins to a point where Sarah was at least there. So they know yes. each other in terms of that, too. Yeah. And then Eobard knows... Nobody. Well, no. Wasn't he around with Stein as Firestorm? Uh... But with Ronnie instead of Jefferson? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that, that was... That Thawne is gone. This is an earlier Thawne. Yeah. This is, I just killed your mother, Barry Thawne. Not, I yeah. have to wait 15 years to make the Flash Thawne. It's not Thawne Prime. Yeah. It's Thawne, Thawne 2. True. Or Thawne 3. Whatever. Either way. We gotta do another episode where I go, where I break down all the no, timelines. No, because you didn't even do that. No, I did a great job. <laughs> I had pictures. I had a flow chart. That no one saw. Exactly. Um... What do you think of our, our current lineup of the Legion of Doom? That's a scary like, team. Yeah. It's like all of our best villains. Yeah. Like, 
to be honest with you, as much as I love Snart, he doesn't really add anything to that team. They really don't need him other than the whole heat wave stuff. Like having something like Yeah, to mess for with heat. Yeah. yeah. Um hmm. But like he what's he gonna add? A cold gun, really? But he he's a brilliant tactician. Oh, no, no, he is. Like, he is. Don't get me wrong, but, like, come on now. You have a speedster. You have a guy that knows magic. And you have an assassin. But what happens if they're going to have to steal that spear? Uh, and plus, we don't we have, have anybody that knows magic right now. Uh, so Dave, this is Damian early. Dark. Yeah. This is, this is Damien Dark 2. <laughs> Oh my gosh! This is early dark. This is yeah. midnight. <laughs> but, this um, is dusk. Well, this is Malcolm dusk. could steal it. Malcolm could. Um, he is known for his escape artistry. Yeah. The magician. He's, he's an assassin. He is an assassin. It was fun seeing him and uh, him fight again with Sarah. Yeah. That was a fun one. But um, you know what? It has to be current Malcolm because he's missing to... the hand. Oh, is he? I didn't he's even got. Notice. I, I'm pretty sure he's got the glove. Oh, did, did that, he, I didn't even yeah. notice. I was forgetting. I want to go back. I was forgetting he yeah. has no no hand again. Yeah, I want to go back and check, but I'm pretty sure he's got that glove on. Yeah, that he wears. It, it looks like it. Yeah, but he was also wearing his suit. Uh, the whole his, suit. He was wearing the whole suit. Yeah, I don't know. To check. Yeah, that that's how we'll know where he's from, if he has a hand or if he doesn't. Hmm. Um, because what he lost his hand last season in Arrow. Mm. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't have a hand when Damien Dark was there. Correct. So. But he, I think Oliver took it when Oliver was still. Was he still head of the league? Or. That was a, that was a whole other thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm pretty sure it was last season of Arrow that. Yeah. Somewhere during that season. Because Malcolm was head of the league. Yeah. And that's when uh, Nissa disbanded. I miss Nissa. Yeah. I'd love to see her back. I don't think we will, unfortunately. I think with Laurel's return, we might. Mm-hmm. Do you think she did it? Brought back Laurel? I'd say no, because she was so against Sarah for coming back. Yeah. She could have done it for Sarah. Oh, yeah, maybe. Cause she, but also, she and Laurel had a had a relationship. Yeah. She taught her, how to, taught her a lot of her fighting yeah. skills. Because think about Nissa. The, I don't think Nissa knows that Sarah's off doing Legends stuff. Yeah, I don't know. They never really explain what Nissa knows about Sarah. Yeah. Especially considering that, like, those were her loves. Yeah. Um, her beloved. Like, that's what Talia calls Bruce Wayne beloved. Yeah. But, um, I can't wait till we get Talia on the show. That'd be fun. I want to see, uh, I really wish Rachel Ghoul was in the, uh, the Legion of Doom. That'd be a fun one. Yeah. That'd be a terrifying one. And then Lex Luthor from Earth 38. <laughs> but, um, I think that the, the Legion of Doom's been a, a fun foil for the yeah. legends I really hope they call it the Legion of Doom at some point and I hope it's Jax that calls them that I can see Jax calling them yeah what they're like, some, they're like we're gonna have to fight this Legion of Doom like what but he'll do it like in a much funnier way yeah. than I just did um so let's get to some of our legends then while we're you know on the topic what did you think of uh I really enjoyed Nate and Ray's kind of sibling rivalry almost yeah. I thought it was great and I think even Sarah pointed out, she's like, you never had a sibling, did you? Yeah, that was a little nice comedic and relief. The last time you guys did this, you put a hole in the ship. Yeah, what is it, Jack? You put a hole in my... He said, in my car... My in my cargo, cargo bay, yeah, Jax. My cargo bay. Yeah. Well, You're not the captain, this can't be your ship. <laughs> He's the mechanic, it's his yeah. ship. 
But um, what did you think of their? They did the transition from him to his steel form while they were fighting. I thought it looks really good. Yeah. Where they they went back and forth. Yeah. They're really they're really starting to master that particular particular effect. Thank God. Yeah, about time. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's fun seeing the legends all kind of they're really they've got a very good relationship and camaraderie with each other now. So I'm definitely definitely enjoying some of the lighter hearted moments of the yeah. show. It definitely has the best lighter hearted moments with Flash as a close second. Mm-hmm. But um, trying to think what else. Um, I mean, we talked about Amaya and Nick and Mick. Mick. Yeah. <laughs> um, there really wasn't anything too Martin, much because Martin telling about the, his time aberration. Yeah. But. And Sarah was Sarah was pretty upset. Yeah. I love how Sarah's been so angry. We pointed this out in the crossover too. But she was the one who was trying to kill Damian Dark at the beginning of the season. Well, she never did. She was about to. Well, she never did. She never got the chance to. But she never did. Because she was stopped from doing it. But she never did it. Damian Everyone Dark... else did it that who's she was better, mad at. Who's a better assassin, Damian Dark or Malcolm Merlin? It has to be Damian Dark because Damian Dark beat Sarah, but Sarah beat Malcolm. But did Damian Dark really beat Sarah or did Sarah hold back? No, Sarah had to run. They had to retreat. In that like first or second episode, but that wasn't just Dark. Every time Malcolm fights, it's just Malcolm. Not always. Every time Dark fights, he he's got his cronies with him. With him. He had all of Al Capone and his friends. What did you think of Al Capone? I love when they bring in historical characters. Yeah. And Elliot Ness. I like when. I don't I, know. I just like all the untouchable jokes. Yeah. I don't know. The uh, <coughs> Al Capone wasn't too good. To, for me. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Didn't really look too much like him. <laughs> okay. Well, did they, they call him like, Scarface at one point and they're like, oh, yeah. I don't think he likes that. He doesn't like being called that. Um, but, like, well, no, because they, like, uh, what, I forget what network it was, but they did a whole, like, special on Al Capone and everything, like his rise and his fall and, and everything his like that. Vault. Um, it was, like, on the History Channel, I believe. It's a fair bet. And, like, they, um... <laughs> I know, right? Well, it yeah. could have been Discovery or something like that, but... It could have been Discovery. Yeah, it could. Um, and, like, he looked like the actual Al Capone. This guy... He was a young Al Capone. Yeah. And, like, the way he talked, I feel like they were trying too hard with huh. him. Yeah. You know? They did get to do one of my favorite Because he scenes. is from New York. Oh, Al Capone yeah, 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 yeah. is originally from New York. So yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I, gotcha. I like the speakeasy. That was yeah. Fun. Like, what did Martin, Martin order? It's like something. He's like, you gotta order it in code. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's just Not a Shirley Temple. A close soda. Yeah. Oh, it's actually just a close soda. <laughs> <sighs> but my favorite scene was actually um, I forget who I think it was uh, Mick and Omaya were in the car after they body and Clyde it, which yeah. was funny. And they're like making fun of Nate. Like he's making Nate fun and of Ray. Nate and Ray. Yeah. And they're like, uh. You know we're right here. Yeah. And then it cuts to them standing there, and I was like, that was a very funny yeah. comedic moment. Like I said, Legends does comedic really well because they have so many different personalities to play yeah. off of. Um, so, I mean, I guess overall, this was probably one of their most solid episodes. Yes. We had some, we had some good TV yeah. this week. So you want to hit the Star City ratings? Star City rating for this is a four. A four? A four, right. yes. So, and in Flash, or match it up. Yes. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on that. Yeah. Solid, uh, character wise, yeah. everything made good progressive sense. 
I think yep. the only thing that really killed it for us was uh, the Rip Hunter Rip stuff. Hunter. Exactly. Um, is it bad that we kind of forgot he was on the show? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But yeah, no. I, um, I'm, I like I missed him at first. Yeah. But then I was I stopped missing him. Yeah. So do you want to do a ranking of all three episodes? We can definitely do that. By mid-season wise. By mid-season wise, I think they already figured out which are what yeah. are going to be. The only thing's going to be uh, second and third is going to be the the tough one. So I think it's safe to say Arrow first. Arrow first. Second for me is Legends, and okay. third was Flash. And I, I think I'll go with that too. Yeah. That's that's solid. But um, yeah, it's not to say that Flash was like a bad episode. We no, obviously no. really enjoyed it. Um, it was just Arrow. I mean, sorry. Uh, Legends edged it out by just just a, a little wee bit, bit. just yeah. a wee bit. But like Arrow, I'm sorry. Arrow blew it. Arrow, right. Arrow's killing the game right yeah, now. Blew it out of the water. Um, I think Arrow's the one that's like the best. It's the most well done this season. Yeah. Legends is the most fun, mm-hmm. and then Supergirl and Flash are kind of they're they're, they're very similar. Yeah. And I enjoy watching them, and I always I smile a lot during yeah. them because they're just so they're just so optimistic. Yeah. Except for Sad Cisco, we <laughs> hate Sad Cisco. Yeah. But um, in terms of other midseason finales, where do you rank these ones? Because I think last year we had uh, or the year before that, I remember the the big one for uh, for Arrow was him versus Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Climb. That was always that one always sticks out of my head. Yeah. Legends, we no. didn't really have a midseason last year because no. they came into the second half of the season yeah and it was a really short season anyway yeah it was a much shorter um, season than we're getting this year but this Arrow mid-season finale part of me wants to say it's it was better than last season's even though last season's was really really good yeah with the Raza rule but I don't know no, I that think was the season before was it? yeah last year was Daniel sorry yeah um but yeah no I think this one edges that one out by a little bit. Yeah. The Raza one's my number two. Yeah, that's so that one just always sticks out. And then yeah. obviously we mentioned Flash's uh yeah. the, the man in the yellow suit, suit as a good one. Yeah. But and then Legends didn't really have one. Supergirl no. their mid season finales have never been particularly memorable. They've only had two. But yeah. I mean we remember last the the last one or this year's yeah. because it was in the crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember the one from the year before. <laughs> nope. Hashtag worst podcasters ever. <laughs> yeah. I like the Suicide Squad of podcasting. Worst <laughs> podcasters ever. But, uh, yeah, we want to hear your thoughts on all of our mid-season finales, and we want to hear some of your theories. I know we kind of gave you all of ours. Yeah. But uh, how can people get in touch with us? Well, you could check us out on Facebook and message us or post to our Facebook page directly. Um, just search The Multiverse Fancast on Facebook. You can email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. Find us out on the Twitter machine, as Mags likes to call it. Just search the tag MVFancast. Um, take listen to us on iTunes, the Podbean app, and the Satchel Podcast app. Um, you just search our name, Multiverse Fancast. We'll pop right up. When you do that, subscribe to us, like us, comment on us, give us reviews, all that good stuff nice. to show your support. Um, you don't have to be nice, but being nice is highly recommended. And appreciated. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but yeah, it pretty much does it. So definitely give us a listen and a like and shares, all that good stuff, please. 
Alright, so we'll see you for our next episode, which I believe is going to be our Star Wars review. We're, yes. we're going to see it right now. I have my Star Wars shirt on, and Ronnie's got clothes on. I have my Walking Dead shirt on. That's that's not... My Negan sweatshirt. shirt. Oh, your Negan sweatshirt. Oh, okay. Not sweatshirt, shirt. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. So, as always, I'm Mags. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash.